right. Today's daf is daf nun hey, page fifty-five, and we are already on daf nun hey. We're up to the words my talmuda, which is seven lines from the top of the umud. Got it? My Talmuda. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Seven lines at the top of the Yomun. On Nunhei, Amadala, 55a. And we are mitten conversation. We're right smack dab of a conversation, which is going to uh, take us down to the bottom of the Yomun. Yomun uh, base is, is two more Mishnayas. It's going to be Yomun base is two brand new uh, discussions. Um, we're wrapping up the discussion where we're trying to prove that Rav Acha is wrong. Now, what did Rav Acha say? Ravacha had said that um, there's a pasuk in the Torah of Uvarashe Chachechem, which teaches us that even when you have various Musafim, for example, Shabbos Rish Chaydesh, right? You're only going to have one set of Shaifer, one set of blasts. Okay? Now, Ravacha was of the opinion that on each Musaf, you're going to have nine new blasts. That was his opinion. The Gemara challenged him. This was the last step. The Tani Rava Bar Shmuel, I'm just talking outside, right? Rava Shmuel says that I, you would think you blow on each blast. You'd think like Ravacha. teaches me you only blow one set of blasts. All right. Now, that's what we're up to right now. We're up to now the words, my Talmudah. My Talmudah is going to say, where in the world do you see from over Rosh that there's only one set of blasts. Where do you see them? All right? So let's get going. My Talmuda, where do you see from this Pasuk anything about, um, anything about whether you blow for one Musaf or multiple Musafim? Amr Abayya Makro, Abayya Sesh, Tetan Pusuk, Over Roshaycha Tshechem. On the Roshaycha Tshechem. What is Roshay? Heads. Chod Tshechem. Of your months. Plural, right? Hushvu, hukshu, kochadoshim kulam zelazim. Rashi Chachem is teaching me all the months start the same way. All the months start the same way. Now, what do you see from here? So, what if they start the same way? What does that help? See, here's their answer. You ready? Every Rosh Chaydesh, no matter how many Musafim you have, you're going to have the same amount of blasts. So, you see from here, it says Abaye, even if Rosh Chaydesh falls out on Shabbos, since every Rosh Chaydesh has to look exactly the same, you can't have the extra blast for the extra musaf. There's always going to be one set, blast for one set of musaf. That's it. That's it. Huh? Ah, pause, pause, pause. All right, you're too sweaty. What was going to get? Yeah, the, the problem is we haven't, we haven't finished shots enough times. Right? Okay. So it's talking more like this. Ravashi Yom Ravashi says, Ksiv Chod Sheichem. It says the word Chod Sheichem, Ches Dalid Shin Chof Mem. Now, Chod Sheichem with a Yud, Shin Yud Chof Mem, would be plural. Uksiv Uvarashay, it says in the beginnings of the Chod Sheichem, which seems to be singular. Okay, because since there's no Yud, it's Rashay is multiple, plural. Chod Sheichem is singular. Which, give me a month that has two heads. Can you think of one, Ravarn? You just told me one. Can you th- what month has two heads? Uh, Tishrei, right? Rosh Hashanah. Right? How so? Heavy Aimer is a Rosh Hashanah. 
right? Because Rosh Hashanah has, what is it the head of? Oh. Tishrei, it's Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, and it's also Rosh Hashanah, Gavalt. Yeah, we're not talking about the, the two fish heads. Yeah. Talking about the, talking about what it's the head of, of two different zachim. Right. This lets us know that you're only going to blow one set of blasts for, um, even though it's Rosh Chodesh and Rosh Hashanah. There's always going to be one set. And if there's going to be one set on Rosh Hashanah, despite the fact that it's also Rosh Chodesh, you see from here that when you have multiple Musafim, there's always one blast. Therefore, Rav Acha is wrong. Okay? So beautiful. What do we have so far? Let's pause. What do you have so far? Rav Acha yesterday taught us, said a statement, that every Musaf you can have nine new blasts. That was Rav Acha. We ended off yesterday by saying, uh, no, it says of Rosh Echa Chechem, so you're wrong. Fine. Today we're starting out by saying, how does that prove he's wrong? So answer number one is, Abaye says, Uva Rosh Echa Chechem, it's letting us know all months are the same. So whether Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh doesn't fall on Shabbos, same amount of blasts. That's a bias pshat. Ravashi gives a different answer, and he says Chodeshem is written without a yud, which seems to imply singular. There's like one halacha for all the months, even if it's plural, multiple months. Give me a month that's got two heads. The answer is Tishrei, because Rosh Chodesh Tishrei is also Rosh Hashanah, and still there's going to be one set of blasts. Despite the multiple Musafim, Ravacha is wrong. Period. End of those two. Pshat. Okay. Gavalt. Says the Gemara. Another reason why Ravacha is wrong. I'll tell you another reason why Ravacha is wrong over here. Meaning the first day of Cholamite. What would they say? What would they say? Okay. So Rashi says, what do you mean what would they say? They said a lot of things. Jews know how to talk. No. Zok Rashi. What would they say for, um, for the, um, the, the Shira by the Karba Musaf? Yeah? So they say, Havul Hashem B'nei Elim. Havul Hashem B'nei That's what we would say. We say, Havul Hashem B'nei Elim. What do we say on the second day? We said, Ularasha Amar Elikim. But to the Rasha, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, eh, eh, eh. Okay? Don't uh, don't turn away from him. What would they say on the third day of Cholamay? Yeah, the capital which talks about uh, kind of like the the shock at how people could be balei avera and rebel against Hakadosh Baruch On the fourth day of Cholamay, what would they say? Binu bayarim ba'am. That even the Bayarim Ba'am, even the foolish people amongst Ka Yisrael need to, uh, need to understand what the goal of life is and what the priorities, what the focus needs to be in life. Bachamishi, what about on the fifth day in Mahoyu What would they say? We're referring to the, the Hasiraisi um, is, to, is to take off. Sevel the burden Shechmai from his from his shoulders. Okay, um, this is talking about the obligation of of uh, tzedakah when you take care of others or when you dive into Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You do what's right, Hakadosh Baruch Hu will will take care of you. B'shishi on the sixth day, Yamaiti Kol All the Maistei Aretz, all the Yisaidus, the foundations of the earth. 
are going to um, how do you translate Yimite? Yimite is um, um, let's see, it's like a lack of stability. That's how I'm going to translate it, even though it's not, that's more of a default answer. Vimchal Shabbos be'echad mayhem yamaitu yitche. If Shabbos falls on any of them, then we push aside Yimite. This this paragraph. Rav Safra Manach Busimana Humbi Humvi Humvi. Yeah. Rav Safra made a simon. Hey vav mem beis hey yud. Yeah, that's the order we just said, right? Havlashem neilim ule rasha mi yakom binu bayim so on and so. Forth. Um. Rapapa Manach Busimana Huma Havi. He says it's Huma Havi. What's Huma Havi? He says that you got to switch around the. It's not Bayes Hay, it's Hay Vays. Okay? Meaning the um, the Hasiraisi comes, the Pasuk of the, the, the of Hasiraisi is said the day before Binu Bayerim Ba'am. The Simonach, and the way to remember it is Ambuha de Safri. Okay? Ambuha de Safri. Um, Rashi over here is referring to um, the, the young children who go to Cheder. Bottom line is, says the Gemara, Tiyufta Derevacha Brabichanin. The Tiyufta Derevacha Barachanina. Because you see from over here that every day where there was a different Musaf brought, there's a different Nigan. Okay? And therefore, here's the question on Ravacha. The question is not, um, the question is not, um, let him in. The question is, is um, the question over here is, why don't we do everything? Why do you got to change it? Let the same thing be said. Question on Ravacha. Let, they, let, let's say both. And for the Gemara, to Yofta. Yeah, okay. So the bottom line is, we, gave, we just gave three reasons why Ravacha is wrong. That you say multiple Musafim. Again, what's the last one? The first two we pointed out. This last one is that on Shabbos we push it off. On Shabbos we, we're going to push off a capital. Why not say both? According to Ravacha, right? You could do you could do multiple. Answer is uh, answer is that Vaista is you only do one for the carbon Musaf and Shalom al Yisrael. Okay. Says the Gemara Baravacha Barchanina Kra Umasnisa Kamar. Baravacha Barchanina brought Psukim, right, backing him up. This is what we spoke about yesterday. So he's, he brought Sukkim backing him up that you're supposed to blow for multiple Musafim. doesn't mean you blow multiple sets. It just means that you blow longer to Kiyas. You blow longer because since it's going to be more, as Rashi explains, going to be more Nisuch, it's going to be more pourings. So you make sure it blows longer so there's at, at least there's, there's the trumpets that are being sounded during the blowing. But you don't stop and blow additional sets. That's not done. You don't blow multiple times. Rather, it means that you have more people blow it. Bottom line is, what we're walking away over here is that Ravacha is wrong. You don't blow additional blasts for each carbon muscle. Okay. Zok the Gemara. Very basic question. Va'ananda islan hechi abdina. Okay? We live in Chutzpah We're living in Baba. What do we do? What do we do? Meaning, the first day has one shiur. The second day has another shiur. But by us, the second day might be the first day. Right? So how does it work with choosing which, uh, which kapitluch of shira to sing? 
Yeah, what, what are we supposed to be doing nowadays? Says the Gemara, tell you, Abai Omar, Shani Yudcha. We don't do Shani. Okay? With the, the, the Psukim uh, that, that we said, are said on the second day of Yom Tif, we don't do that. Why? Why not? Because the second day Yom Tif maybe will be the first day Yom Tif, and the chance that it's the first day Yom Tif means we'll basically say the first day Yom Tif twice. Rabbi says, no, you put everything in order. And the seventh one is the one that gets put out. You push aside Yomaitu, and the same way you push aside Yomaitu when it falls out on Shabbos, so too we'll push aside Yomaitu um, when you're in Chutz Laaretz and one paragraph needs to be pushed aside. Yomaitu is the one we get rid of. Uh, Amemar said in Arda, the Medalge Daluge means over here that, um, and this is kind of what we do if you remember in Musaf. You know what you do? Remember in the additions, you say the, the on the second day, you say first, you, 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 you do both. That's what Medalge Daluge means, is, okay? You do both. On the first day of Cholamayd, you're going to say um, for the second day Yom Tif and the third day Yom Tif. Because that's the second day of Yom Tif. So you're going to do that day plus the next one. Out to the suffix. Basically, you, you go ahead and you mention both. That is the opinion of Amemar. Period. End of that Gemara. End of that conversation. End of that topic. We now turn to Nun Hei Amadeis. Brand new Mishnah. Brand new conversation. 55B. Here we go. Quick introduction. Quick introduction. How was it decided which kaihanim would do the avayda in the Beis Hamikdash? How was it decided? So, as we know, the kohanim families were split up into um, twenty-four mishmaris. Okay, twenty-four. It's called watches of kaihanim, and they would have a lottery to determine which mishmar worked when. Now, on the Sholeish Regalim, all of the Mishmaris were able to have a part in the Avaidah. However, here, here's the however. Ready for this? Yom Tif itself was also a regular week. It also needed the standard daily Karbonis. So, Whichever Mishmar was assigned that week automatically got all those Karbanas. Okay? So that the, the Mishmar, whose week Yom Tif fell out on, got the regular weekly ones. What we're going to talk about over here is the extra Karbanas that were there special for Yom Tif is divided amongst the, the other Mishmaris. So we're going to get into how it was divided. Is this clear? Any questions? Again, let's just say that again. There's 24 watches amongst all the Kahanim. On the Sholei Shrugalim, all the Kahanim were able to take part. But that's not fair if it's my week. If, if, if I'm a Kahan and it fell out to be my week, and now all the Kahanim are taking away my stuff, what happened to my week? So what happened is, whichever Kahanim had that week, they got the standard daily Karbanas. Nobody took away the, the regular one. It's the extra Musafim, and the extra avaydas that the other mishmaris were able to take part in. Okay? Our mission is going to discuss how that was divided. Let's go. 
Yom Tavrish Shachag on the first day of Sukkot Hayyusham Shlaisha Asar Param Eim Shlaim Besar Echad. Follow the numbers. First day of Sukkot, there were thirteen bulls, two rams, and one goat. How many carbonus is that? Sixteen. Thirteen plus two plus one. Now I want us to notice on every day of Sukkot, there's going to be, okay, there's going to be. Two rams and one goat. What's going to change is the number of bulls. You're always going to have the two rams and one goat. Okay? So on the first day, 13 bulls, two rams, one goat. 16. So the extra 14 that were there for, uh, for Yom Tif were split up to do the following. Lost the place. I'm sorry. Here we go. The Yamrisha, day number one, Shisha Makrivim Shnaim Shnaim. Six of the watches were Makriv Shnaim Shnaim. Each of the six brought two carbonas. That's 12. Bashar Echad Echad. And the remaining two, because there was eight more, there was eight watches. Okay. Um, now, I kind of left out an important part over here. The eight watches, I said there's 24. There really is 24. But those 24 originally were eight. When it was split up amongst the two sons of Aaron, each one of them got four mishmaris. Okay, so there originally were eight mishmaris, and then eventually it was divided into 24 groups, even within those families. Over here we're talking about the original, the original eight. Okay, so you have the eight mishmaris. Uh, six of them are going to do two animals. Now there's 12 taken care of, and two are going to get one. So there's all 14 are taken care of. Bishani on day number two, where there wasn't 13 bulls, there was 12 bulls. So five did two, so now there's 10. Bashar echad echad. And three more mishmaris, each take one. Bishlishi on day number three. So 10 of them would bring, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, four of them would bring two, that takes care of eight. Bashar echad echad. And the rest bring one. Brvi on day number four. Bashar echad echad. Bashishi on the sixth day, Echad Makrib Mushnaim, Bashar Echad Echad. Bashvi on the seventh day, Kulam Shavim. Everybody um, got the got one. Okay, everybody brought one uh, sheep for the Yamtif, Bashmini, and on Shmini Ateres, Khazulapayas Kibragalam, we went back and we did a lottery, like a standard Yamtif day. It was only on Sukkis that's unique that there was a constant change in the number of carbonus. Okay, so notice the math works out very well because the numbers of bulls went down, were lessened, and every time a bull, the number of bull was lessened, so we just lessened the, pair, the, the amount that we're able to bring pairs, and we added to the individual mishmaris who got the one carbon. Okay. Amru, Misha Hikrav Paramayan, when they um, were choosing which ones get it, so it was a very fair lottery in that it's kind of like when you go to Abu Subhanan, they're raffling off five prizes, three prizes, five prizes. So one kid gets two tickets, he wins twice. So what are you going to say? Yeah, it's three prizes. You could choose which one you want most, right? But we're not giving you two prizes. Yeah, you can choose which one you want to turn in and which one should we re-raffle off, right? Once a mishmar was zeicha in something, they were taken out of the lottery for that. 
until, until everybody else already got a turn. Okay. Says the Gemara, name of season Rabbi Barabanan, apparently our mission is the opinion of Rabbi. And at the opinion of the Rabban, the Tani learned in a brisa, Parabobishmini, the single individual par that is brought on Shmini Atzeres, as opposed to other days of Sukkot. Right? Other days of Sukkot was either from 13 down to, yeah, we started at, uh, at 13, 12, 11, 10, right? We went down. But oh, there's one day where there's one par. Okay, the Tanya. Yeah, they would they would do a pious, they would make a lottery. This is the opinion of Rebbe. Everybody would go back into the lotto. But the Chum say no. Whichever it was specific to one of the Mishmaris that didn't have a chance to win and bring one on Sukkis, they're the one. Uh, you know, they're the Mishmaris who have a chance to be Zaycha in this lottery. There's only two that were left out that have a chance to be Zaycha and not 24. Says the Gemara, so it can't be the Rabbana, because it seems from our Mishnah, it says on the eighth day, they would make a brand new lottery. It seems everybody's allowed back in. Says the Gemara, no, don't assume that a few tame Rabbanan. Don't you need a lottery even for two, right? You got to do a raffle for that as well. And therefore, don't assume that when it says, go back to do a lottery on day number eight, that we talk included everybody. No, we only included the ones that were left out. Which opinion is the following? This that we said in the Brysa. All of the Mishmarais, they were able to go two or three times. There were two Mishmarais that ended up going twice and not three times. Maybe this is Rebbe and not the Rabbanon, because according to the, to the Rabbanon, um, you're going to have the raffle of Shmini Atzeres that's going to allow one of those last two to get in. According to Rebbe, there's a good chance that those two aren't going to win because everybody's included in the raffle. But according to Abana, that it was only these two, so only one Mishmar ended up going twice, and everybody else ended up going three times. They didn't have a chance to go three times on Sukkot, but maybe one of them, Taka, was able to go again on Shmini Atzeres. Says Gemara, okay, Umaikomashvalan. What's the Chiddush? That two, why are you doing the math for me? Yeah, why are you doing the math for me? For why is it important to know how many didn't go three times on Sukkot? The Chiddush here, Taka, is to let us know that there was turns that were taken. They took turns. And you couldn't have uh, one Mishmar keep winning and winning and winning. And the other ones were left out. Amar of Elazar, Elazar says, a beautiful, beautiful Gemara. Why did we bring a total of 70 bulls over the Yomtif of Sukkis? Opposite the 20 nations of the world, and the 70 nations of the world, I'm sorry, this is the Shivim Umais that are out there. We call you so on Sukkis. Brought Karbonais for the Gansavel, for everybody. Says the Gemara, Par Yechidi Lama, famous Gemara. What's with the one bull of Shmini Atzeres? Says the Gemara, The one bull of Shmini Atzeres represents the one, the one beautiful nation of Klai Yisrael. It's a parable through a king of flesh and blood. He says to his servants, Let's make a big party. And at the last day of the party, when everybody's leaving, 
He says to those who are closest, the most beloved to him, I say, let's sit down. Right? You make a party in your house. What happens when everybody leaves? Right? You say only the family members are left. Then you start cleaning up and eating all the leftovers. But it's, it's more intimate. Yeah, it's like an intimate time. That's when everybody's, after the chasna, everybody else is going home. Now we're sitting around together. Says the king, I just want to spend time with you. You know, that party was beautiful. However, however, it wasn't intimate. It wasn't close. I want to spend time with just you. Oy literally means woe too. Yeah, but it's saying pathetic. Nebuch. Yeah. Oy, oy to the Goyim. They destroyed the base of Mikdash and they didn't know they're kicking themselves in the foot. As long as there was a base of Mikdash, the Mizbeach atoned for the Shiva Mumais. But now that they destroyed it, there's no kapara for the Goyim. They were just hurting themselves. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay. Gavaldik. Let's keep going. This next Mishnah is going to get into, continue on uh, the different Avaidas, the different acts of service from the various Mishmaris, from the various watches, and what, was, what did they do? Zokta Mishnah. Three times during the year. Now, what are the special three times of the year? If you could guess, what are three times of the year? Yeah. On the... Um, everybody got equal turn in the Emurim and the splitting up of the Lechem Apon. Ba'atzeres... On Shavuos, Omer Loi, the Kayin would say to the other Kayhanim, Rashi explains, Heilech Matzah, here is some Matzah, referring to Lechem Apanim, Heilech Chometz, and here's some bread, referring to the Shtei HaLechem, okay, the two breads that are there for Shavuos, Mishmar Shezmanai Kavua, and whichever Mishmar whose week it really was, because remember, all the Mishmaris were there for the Sholish Golem to get a little bit of turn in the Abaida, but you still had the main Mishmar whose week it fell out on. Who Makrib? He, somebody from that Mishmar, is Makrib Tamidim, the regular carbon Tamidim of the day, in the Dharam, Unadavai, Sushakabana, Siburu, Makrib Esakom. And their Makrib, all the standard, uh, all the standard carbons. Okay. Says the Gemara, Emure Aregalim, the Emurim, the limbs, uh, the, not the limbs, the, the, the various parts of the Regalim, Shogavayaninu, what do you mean it's divided amongst the Mishmarais? Doesn't it belong to the Rebbeinu Shalaylam? Doesn't it get burnt on the Mizbeach? So what do you mean they split it? The Gahanim don't split it. Akadish Baruch who gets it. Amar of what we're saying is Masha Amor Biragolim. About this, that it says by the Regolim they split. Okay? Meaning, usually you're right. Emura means the parts, and the parts are burnt up for Hakadish Baruch. Okay? However, anything that's not burnt, what the Pasuk's telling us is, is gonna go 
to these mishmaris. So you're going to go to these other mishmaris that were there. Even though it's not as much. Granted, it's not going to be as much. But they will get. Tanur The rabbis loint. And so should we. How do you know that all 24 mishmaris who came were equal in their rights to the emure haragal, the parts of the uh, of the karbanis. How do you know that? Talmud Leimar, uba bechol avas nefesh, and he comes with all the avas, ta- like in the word taiva, the the desires of his spirit of his nefesh v'shiris, and he will serve in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So what do you see from here? Yochol, I might think. That even if it's not your watch, you're allowed to go ahead and get a murim uh, during the week of other karbanas. From one of your gates. What does that mean? The only time all the mishmaris have rights in the emurim is when Klal Yisrael is all there going at the same time to the same place to be makra of their regalim. However, if Klal is not all coming at once to that gate, meaning they're, all, they're not all coming at once to Yerushalayim, it's not on the Shalish regalim, so then automatically any parts of the Karbanas are only going to go to the Mishmar of that week. No Kayan from another Mishmar is permitted to show up and expect anything from those Karbanas. Period. End of that Gemara. We will hold it here. For today, we are ubechilak lachem afanim. We're going to hold it here, and bez Hashem, we'll be zayche tomorrow to finish mesechet sukkah. We have one more one more block left in, in our uh, in our beautiful beautiful mesechta, and uh, we look forward to learning same time tomorrow evening, hopefully in a different place. But we shall see. Have a wonderful wonderful night, everybody.